Hey everyone, this is George Soto and you're watching Startups Unedited. Hey everyone, this is George Soto and you're watching Startups Unedited. Hope all is well. Today I'm with Jason Saltzman, who's the CEO and co-founder of The Alley. Jason, you've done just a ton of great stuff. You're also a mentor at Techstars. You work with entrepreneurship.com, which is Entrepreneurship Magazine. Good morning. How are you doing? How's New York? Good, man. New York is its actually beautiful out, thank goodness. Um, and thanks for having me, man. Good morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for, uh, thanks for making it. Why don't you take a second to uh, just provide the, the audience a little bit more about your background and what you're doing now with The Alley and what the inspiration was. Sure, sure. So, um, so I've been self-employed. Since I was 17 years old, I, I had a ton of businesses. Most of them have failed, uh, fortunately and unfortunately. Um, and the alley uh, basically came to me because I was searching for something that I could be really passionate about in my life, something that I really wanted to do, something that motivated me. Um, and I, 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 I did, throughout my career, make some money, uh, but I was, never, I was missing that element in my life. So when Ali presented itself to me, um, and we went after it, it really kind of took over my soul. And I found a lot of passion in, in helping people and getting people together to collaborate um, and, and just helping people through problems, you know, associated with growing a business. Um, so that's pretty much the short version of how we started. For the longer version, I'm going to have to take your audience and you out for a beer. And it can't be this early. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, because I won't show up, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, All good. you um, you know, I, I was really touched by your article on anxiety in Entrepreneurship Magazine or on on the site. And first of all, I I have an intimate, you know, experience because I I deal with it as well, right? Um, I think that what's so interesting about anxiety and in entrepreneurship is like like you, I I'm pretty much unemployable. Um, you know. Yeah. I, in that you know i'm an entrepreneur i'm a hustler i've been you know building businesses since i was a kid my mom just actually wrote me was like do you remember you were selling crepes at seven i was like no i didn't even know i could cook <laughs> in any case you know it's a high stress environment and for folks who have maybe you know a predisposition or a little anxiety that uh that you know sort of that they feel a, a little more than than others. Now, I think it's also important to understand that anxiety is something that's naturally occurring in nature and that everyone has, right? Um, and, uh, and it could be a, actually a good forcing function. For us who are out there, entrepreneurs who find ourselves, you know, with that extra pressure inside and, and anxiety that, you know, how do you identify that you have it, right? And be able to say, hey, you know, this is what I'm dealing with now. And what are some of the steps that I can take to really own it and not make it a, a negative, but actually use it as a, as a, as a strength? Yeah. So, um, well, thank you. And I think that the article that I wrote for Entrepreneur was, you know, um, and I, as I stated in the article, it took me a long time to write, but it didn't take me a long time to write because it took me a long time to choose my words or the editing process. It took me a long time to write because <clears throat> it was such a personal subject to me. Um, and it, frankly speaking, I didn't know how people would be receptive towards it. I don't know. There's still so much stigma, you know, around anxiety. I mean, 
you know, I was thinking about the other day, if you have a conversation with somebody and you're experiencing anxiety, how, how weird would it be to just stop the conversation and be like, hold on, dude, I'm having anxiety right now. You know, it just really, it's not in our culture yet, in our nature, you know, to really share those thoughts with people, you know, and, and I think that because of that, not everybody knows how common these elements are. So after writing that article, one thing that fascinated me about it was how many people were receptive towards it. I mean, it went viral. You know, entrepreneur called me and was like, dude, you almost broke our site. Like it was like the most popular <clears throat> article we've had in years, you know, on the site. <clears throat> and, um, and I started, the email started to come in, you know, thank you so much. I'm feeling this way. This helped me out. Or Jason, you're so brave to share this. Me like telling, you know, exposing my thoughts and, you know, it, it really, um, it really opened up my eyes to how, how relevant, um, the subject matter is. By the way, did I lose you? Hold on no. a second. No, I'm, I'm here. Am I still there? You're, yeah, you're oh, Okay. Popped up. So, uh, it's my anxiety. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so I think that my anxiety was triggered when I, when I woke up late and was going, holy, yeah, know. yeah, all good, all good. Um, but I think that the point for me and something, a, a big lesson I learned out of writing that article is actually how many people are going through very similar things. Um, and as the story got retweeted and as the email started to pour in, um, an overwhelming thought came over me that we're really all, a lot of us really are going through the same things. And I think that, I know I wrote a lot of tips and one of them is to like talk about it. But what that article did for me is it, it, I, as I, I get anxiety because it happens, you know, naturally throughout the day. Um, and I'll go into that in a minute, you know, uh, kind of tying it into entrepreneurship and how stressful it could be. But writing that article alone gave me a, a, a foundation of, 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 of calmness. It was very therapeutic for me to not only write, but to receive all the messages. And now as I, even as I talk to you, I think about that article and it makes me, it gives me some like Zen in my heart that so many people are going through the same things. Um, and it's totally normal, you know, cause I think the worst thing in the world is that you feel like, you know, you're the only one or you're alone, or this is going to like kill you, you know? And meanwhile, it's not, um, and it's human nature and we're thoughtful creatures almost to a fault. And I think the more smarter you become and the more intellectually you become, that has a direct tie into anxiety because you have the, you have the capacity to overthink things, to get things done, which is a strength. But on the other side of things, you have the overcapacity to think things, you know, be over analytical and start thinking things through, um, at nauseum, you know, to where it goes down a more negative pattern, you know? Well, my father is a psychologist and he's been dealing with anxiety and other topics within the workplace. So he runs a company that provides counseling services to, uh, to employees of companies. And then he's, he's been doing private practice for a long time. That's and, cool. And what he's told me is that anxiety and, you know, depression and other, you know, mood disorders, um, you know, which are, which I think is kind of silly to say disorder, but you know, as as the psychologists have to diagnose certain things, I think it becomes a disorder when it 
when you just can't show up to work anymore or you're not showing up to, to things because the anxiety is too tough. You know, um, I, I think that's when it becomes a, a disorder. But, you know, it's actually correlated to highly intelligent people. And, in, and this is actually I don't have the actual you know, reference point there uh, to the to the article or to the data. But this is what I've heard multiple times. And, and I just wanted to point that out because of what you said. If you're, the more intellectual you get, the, you know, the more thoughtful you are, there is that anxiety now that can be generated and, and, and absolutely tied. You know, what are some of the things that, that I can do as, a, as an entrepreneur, as a founder, to really be able to mitigate or decrease? I know we have about a couple more minutes, and I really appreciate your time that we can do to A, identify, oh, this is anxiety. What does it look like? And then we start to take some steps to relax um, and to just kind of own it and, and have control over it as, as opposed to it having control over you. And I think that's a very, very strong distinction. One of the things I do is yoga, by the way. So what, yeah. Yeah, how do you identify it starting? Yeah, first of all, how do, yeah, how do you identify it? Well, first of all, I think that it's important to say that it's very subjective, right? So it's definitely depends on the person and what they're going through. Like, I don't want to say like I have the silver bullet that's going to answer everybody's, you know, questions, especially in this type of subject matter, because it's so personal and everybody kind of suffers from a different level of it. You know, um, for me personally, I think it gets identified. Um, there's a few, there's a few identifiers. I, I and I, I think a catalyst talking about the catalyst to the identifier it, um, it is also a good way into identifying it. Like for instance, my whole day, um, I'm thinking things through, I'm coming up with solutions to issues. You know, I get an email fire starts. I have to put it out. You know, um, I'm thinking about all different variations of how to do the next deal. So my brain is constantly going and my anxiety usually happens when I'm out of that element, when I'm home, um, or I'm in a minute situation where I'm trying to turn my brain off, you know, and because I'm so used to thinking, 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 you know, I have to kind of, that energy is still inside me. Um, and then sometimes if I, if, if, if I hone in on it enough and I go down that channel of like thinking things through and continuously letting my mind get the best of me, it can go on for the next couple of days where it actually affects me you know, in meetings, you know, with people in front of me, listening to them and thinking thoughts. I think that it manifests itself in me specifically, you know, when I can't shut my mind off, you know, and I'm thinking all different types of things. It's like a broken mechanism. It feels like, like data overload, like bells going off. And, um, I think, and the way I personally try to deal with it is to get really involved with what's going on around me in that moment. You know, I try to, and I call it in my article, like love, but it's true. Like, I feel like, you know, um, you know, when the Beatles, you know, John Lennon, everybody like, like wrote, like, like, um, all you need is love. You know, it's kind of like that really, I mean, as crazy as that sounds, you know, that really reflects in this moment with inside myself where when I start to love the things that I'm doing and the conversation that I'm having, the noise dissipates and everything around gets like cloudy and I can be able to focus in on what's happening right then and there. You know, it's kind of like um, Kevin Costner in that movie where he was a pitcher, the perfect game, and he was all screwed up by the crowd, 
and he was able to like he, he's like called it like turn off the mechanism or whatever and blur out the crowd and really focus on pitching um and he had a perfect game because of it i think that is like the equivalent of what i try to do in my life you know when these things start to happen doesn't always work but at the end of the day we always wake up and it's a different day and you know the 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 um there's another shot at doing what you're doing and and it it it, it you you get a chance to focus again on something else um but in for the most part that seems to really work well with me well thank you so much jason i you know i know you got to run really appreciate you joining you know what i think that but when I hear you say these things, I think about being in the moment, being present, and that's so difficult, especially these days with all the technologies and all the distractions, especially if you're a CEO of a company, you know, it becomes hard to be in the moment and be able to be present, um, you know, and and in uh, in the conversation or or the task. So, um, you know, thank you so much for 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 mentioning that. If I want to actually follow you on social media. Uh, what's your Twitter handle? And, and uh, if I want to learn more uh, about the alley and potentially being a customer or joining the community, where should I go to find out more information? Yeah, cool. Thank you. So um, you can follow me at, at Saltzman Jason um, is my Twitter handle, and I'm on Snapchat as well um, and Instagram. And um, and you can go to uh, www.youralley.com. Uh, we just changed it. So I'm like thinking that wasn't anxiety. That was me just thinking <laughs> um, youralley.com. And you can check out our events and join our newsletter. Uh, we have some really great stuff coming up. So we'd love to have you part of the community for sure. For you, for picking up on you know the article and, and for reaching out to me, um, it's all you know part of you know, um, how I know that you hit a, you, you, you hit a nerve, um, and that, you know, this is a really good subject matter to talk about is people like you that have these communities and these, this outreach, um, to, to kind of, uh, explore these things and talk about them. So I'm happy to do it. And thank you for even contacting me. Yeah, well, thank you. But, you know, I, I just want to say that I think you're the hero here. And, you know, these topics are not easy to talk about. These are the things that people don't want to face, but they're absolutely part of reality. We're not machines. And I think that's one of the issues with business that, you know, makes me sad at times is that we forget that we're humans and we're yeah. not machines. We're not business machines, right? We're not IBM. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We're about I think, twenty years away from that. I mean, I guess I'm I'm a machine. I'm a half android here, right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, I know you got a meeting. Thank you so much, and uh, have a great day. Well, I, I hope to meet you in person soon. Yeah, for sure. Have a great day. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Yeah.